I'm gonna clean that up. Text right now. BT Dog, I say the podcast and your dog sucks. I said on this podcast and your dog sucks. I have to turn the light on because uh, I can't. I feel like I should turn the light, my light on too. Can you, see, to can you see all my pores now in the Zoom? Sure. Thank you. Oh, there you are. There she is. <laughs> there yes, she it's is. Miss America. Oh, man. Good lighting, you know. It's uh, yeah. It's what separates. It's, nice, uh, it's what makes us stars, you know. It's a nice ceiling light. <laughs> I like, yeah, we're the generation of filters. Yeah, yeah. Filters Not me. Filters I'm too fucking lighting. too fucking lazy. Can't be can't be bothered. I don't post enough pictures to be bothered with it. Too lazy to filter. Yeah, I, don't, I barely post pictures of myself, and if I do, it's like a once a month occurrence that yeah. I don't need. I'll tell you, it's I, fine. I take really good pictures of you, and I never have to use a filter. I barely post any of the pictures with you because I hate portrait mode. That I barely post any of the photos that both of you take because I don't you, like. It's because I don't they, like portrait. Because you think they look like school pictures, right? Like you said, or like prom pictures. No, I just don't like that I'm so in focus. I don't. I want it to be. <laughs> I, I want it to be such a poor photo of me that you can barely tell that it's me. <laughs> Lynn wants to go back to like Who 1995 is? with 2.1 megapixels. Yeah. She's or, like, please take, take my photo with a sidekick. Yeah. That's fine. That's, that's fine. I, I'm 18, okay with that. 1895 or MySpace. Yeah. Like Aubrey used to take a picture of me. I'm like, you're going to need to step back at least 20 more feet. Like, <laughs> I don't want any distinguishable features of me at all. That's why I always. I'm a foot taller, and when I do take pictures, my angles—you look like you're tiny. But when I do angles, <laughs> and then here's all two feet of Lynn. That's, that's fine. That's, that's okay. cool. That's why that's I, whenever, whenever I go on a first date, I always try to find a place that has dim lighting. That way, your imperfections aren't. What's a? I feel like that could, right that away. could. That could bite you in the ass later. Like a though. like a dark alley. <laughs> <laughs> right this way. Pleasure to meet you. So you have a dog. That's right. Uh <laughs> most, most tender dates are like, can we socially distance at the park? And Chris is like, I know two dumpsters six feet apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll shout at you from the other side of the baseball diamond. <laughs> All the dugouts, yeah. Anyways, uh Lynn, do you want to <laughs> You want to do our Lynn. intro for the next 10 minutes? Yeah, Lynn, do you want to do the intro? Sure. Okay. Welcome to the motorcycle. Okay. Okay. Take two. Welcome to the motorcycle scoop. It's a podcast about motorcycles and ice cream. I am Lynn. Aubrey's oh. distracting me. <laughs> I didn't That's a motorcycle, Chris. And Aubrey has put um like frames on her. Aubrey isn't with me. She oh, she's so she's to. also and she put Christmas lights on like a frame on her photo. I realize you guys, there you guys go. don't. <laughs> Virtual mask, baby. I realize I you guys I don't see this while I was doing it because I haven't received it. Because <laughs> yeah, you guys usually don't face each other. You guys usually face me. Oh, that's nice. Best. Oh, uh, she's a she's a reindeer. What? What's up with all the oh, Christmas theme? How do I do one? I, well, this is on the on my computer, so I think that's why. Maybe oh. you can do it on yours. 
But um, I didn't know I could do this, so now you're both fucked. Hey. Sorry, screwed. Screwed. No, no. Oh, nope. I, I was like, ooh. Ooh. No, we, we started this podcast. Um, all right, so today we've got, uh, we're going to do a little springtime. Spring is here. Okay. Aubrey's licking virtual lollipops, <laughs> and I'm sure I could... I'm sure I could sell that footage on OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> Only suckers. Only, yeah. um, all right, so we're gonna do like a springtime. We're gonna do a springtime uh, themed. It just Lynn. It just says your name on your thing. Though. <laughs> we're <laughs> so distracted. Very formal. <laughs> okay. At some point in time, we're gonna talk about motorcycles on this podcast. Yeah. It's gonna be great. You don't even need to look at me to do the podcast. So yeah. we're doing, but it's so much better when I do. It's, you only need my voice. When we can't see her roll her eyes at us, it's very... I know. I was going to say, I know I'm onto something when Lynn's rolling her eyes. Um, all right, so, so today we're going to do a, uh, you know, people are pulling their bikes out. Everyone's in the process of uh, getting the bikes ready for the season. Um, so I thought I, I would research a, a springtime prep uh, article. And then we've got two new bikes that we're going to discuss. Um, after that, so uh, let's get started. Rideapart.com, Springtime and the Necessity of Motorcycle Maintenance by Kate Murphy. So she begins, and the reason why I picked this article is because it kind of goes into a little bit of a deeper dive than the standard, you know, oil change, check your tire pressures. Um, that's, you know, make sure your battery's ch charged. Like that's kind of like the bare minimum of, of what, you know, you should have been charging a battery during the winter, et cetera. So she kind of goes a little bit deeper. Where did you store your bike? Was it in a shed? Are there ever mice in there? Did you seal up your bike's intake and exhaust holes? So I used to store the dual sport outside. What do you do with my holes? What? I'm sorry, what? What do you do with my holes? You can edit that out. I'm not going to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, so sometimes you can find like acorns and mice. So every year that I store the dual sport in my dad's shed, um, there was a mouse nest in it somewhere. So the best way to prevent that is to pull the seat off your bike, shine a light into all the crevices and look for evidence of mice or other rodent damage. Uh, it might also help to look into your airbox. And airbox maintenance in general is, um, you know, when was just, Take a look at it. When was the last time you cleaned or replaced it? Um, even if there's no mice, check your filter for grunge and debris. Um, and give it a, if it's not too bad, you can give it a once over with a shop vac or you can wash it in dish detergent and then re-oil it. Um, but yeah, every year I stored by that dual sport in a shed. <laughs> there was a mouse in the airbox. <laughs> what is going on on yours right now? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you guys, we should have been doing this from the beginning. Me and Lynn living together has really been putting a damper on our ability to shitty background. <laughs> I know, we should do this, uh, we should do a three-person Zoom every time, because I'm really enjoying this. I'm into it. <laughs> what, else? Right. what else? What else do I never do that they're all suggesting? Okay, so you've checked the air pressure in your tires, but have you really looked at your tires? Quoting from the article. How's the tread? Does it pass the penny test? Are they cracked or dry rotted at all? If you order tires, you can have them shipped cheap and installed before it's time to get off the road. So you want to look for a dry rot. You want to look for cracking. You, all, you also want to look for um, 
any scalloping. Um, so it's not just the pressure. You want to inspect the integrity of the tire as well. Yeah, like you know a lot about integrity, Chris. Well, Come on. <laughs> Are we talking about the band? I said, <laughs> I said integrity of tires only. That's the, the thing we're talking about here, okay? Uh, certainly not personal or professional or romantic or... <laughs> Or anything else you could think of. I'm definitely leaving that in. <laughs> it's okay. I have uh, <laughs> Quoting from the article, while you have the wheels off your bike, stick your finger into the axle hole and roll that bearing around. Yeah, stick your finger into the axle hole. Do you want me to say that? Do you want me to say also, that? Also, not <laughs> everyone has the ability to take their wheels off. Well, I'm going to slow that down. <clears throat> <laughs> when you have the wheels off your bike, Stick yeah, but not not everyone has the, the ability to take the their wheels off and roll that bearing around. <clears throat> this is I've never Alfred been Perry. less turned on in my life. Uh, I doubt that. No, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm serious. Like, not everybody has the ability to take the wheels no, off their true. bike. Some Are people we? don't. Some people don't even have the ability to like put their bike up on either like a center stand, a motorcycle stand, of course not. even just got, that. If you've got mates, if you've got like, a, if there's like a couple of you and one Again, person has a stand. Again, who has friends? Like, <laughs> <laughs> we know, we know a lot of people with stands that if we needed to take our wheels off, we could, I, we could so, do it like that. Are you going in COVID to do that? <laughs> I think a lot of these are great because these these must assume that most people have space at their own homes and like or friends. Yeah, friends. Well, no, so far, so far, everything, with the exception of taking the wheels off, everything else you can do yourself. Yes, you can inspect your tires without taking them off. Yep, uh, you can check your brake pads. Uh, quote from the article: Is there a, is there a bunch of meat on there? Are they looking a little? We thin? just learned on Aubrey's car. She she did not. <laughs> and they went down. They went down to the rotors, and I, I was like, here. really? I've been, in Michigan, so I've been in Michigan two weeks. Um, I was here for a week, and my uncle's like, you need new tires. And I was like, yeah, probably. And then he's like, you need new brakes. I went, no, I don't. And I took the car for a ride. Yeah. First time the brakes, I was like, meh. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, that crunchy sound, or like a, like the the... Spongy, isn't it kind of spongy feeling? Sometimes? It's like scrape, scrapey. Scraping. I mean, it's a used car, but I guess I could also check them on my yeah. bike. I just, I just replaced uh, my rear brake pads on the Bonneville before taking it out this season. Yeah. Um, stopping is very important, especially in New England. Sometimes you got to stop on a dime, so it's worth it to kind of take, take this extra time. Also, you can pull your chain away from the very back of the bike to see daylight between the chain sprocket. It's time for a replacement. If that's okay, at least clean and lube your chain. Check your shaft final drive for leaks. Check your shaft. <laughs> I was really hoping you weren't going to say anything. Just, I was just like, and I'm, I'm just sitting saying, there just like. Some, some people check it in the morning. Some people check you know it before bed. If I'm not going to tell you, if you're not going to tell me what to do with my holes, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your shaft. So you go for what? it. That's fair. <clears throat> Lynn is so annoyed by both of us. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, just doing a podcast with a couple of fucking children. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, not the youngest one here or anything. Does your kickstand retract quickly and completely? Get some lube in there. Same with the center stand. Uh, if your bike is cable actuated, lube up those cables. 
Oh, this is, so this was, was really interesting. Quoting from the article, while your bike is on the center stand, maybe weight the back end, get the front tire off the ground and check your steering head bearings. Swing the front wheel back and forth and make sure the entire steering travel stop to stop is super smooth. If it feels like that swinging door in your old kitchen with a bump in the middle where the door rested, that's really, that's a so specific. convoluted analogy, but uh, get new bearings and replace those ASAP. So that's a cool way that you can check. Um, how many of these things, and maybe this is just me being ignorant, how many of these things do they check when you get your bike inspected in Massachusetts? Barely check Well, anything. that's not, okay, that's so you just said, you just said in, inspected, right? Now that's probably different than doing like a safety check at like right, your right. dealership. I've done inspections where like I never even got off the bike. They're just like, yep, yeah, blinkers, okay, brake light. Yeah. Well, I didn't get it. I stayed on my bike every time I've gotten an inspection. Yeah. They, they made me do all the blinkers and then they're like, okay, goodbye. <laughs> like, okay. This article goes on, uh, you know, when it was the last time you replaced your spark plugs, bled your brakes, does your suspension need maintenance? Like a lot, if you keep up with like regular maintenance, this should be, you know, that's just asking like, Hey, like, what about this other stuff? Like, if you're doing everything yourself and not like me, where I'm just, I bring it to the shop when I have like a maintenance due. Or... I'm the same way. Like, I appreciate, yeah. like, Lynn last year cleaned her chain at the house and did all this stuff. And I was like, Yeah, and Aubrey took stuff. a video of it. Well, I lube, <laughs> I lube my own chain. There's no, a lot I of clean, stuff. I, Chris, I cleaned my she chain. She cleaned it. <laughs> I, I helped. She, I I like helped you... she, she took a video. She I don't sometimes think that moved the bike. I don't think that counts as helping you with a videographer. The fuck I didn't ask for it. Oh, I didn't ask for a fucking video. <laughs> <laughs> I am definitely one of those people who, like, I appreciate all those things need to be done. I would, unfortunately, like, I know, first of all, barely anything about cars, let alone about motorcycles. I'm the worst. I would definitely go to my local motorcycle mechanic -y person and be like, here's some monies. Make sure I don't die this season. Yeah, at a, at Every, a lot of shop. At a lot we're of shop keeping, keeping the economy going. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, where <laughs> that's where my stimmy's going. Well, yeah, I mean, like, a lot of people just don't have time, just don't have time to, like, do, all, like, stuff like this, like, all of this stuff. Like, and if you don't have time to tinker, that's okay. If you or do have tool. time to tinker, that's great, too. Um, a, a shop will usually do, like, a however many point safety check for, like, 100, 125 bucks and do like, and go through everything and give you like a full diagnosis. And if you need brake pads, be like, okay, you need brake pads. If you need, if you need this, if you need a new chain or whatever, you know, they'll recommend it to you and you just get it done and go back to living your life, you know? Yeah. So yeah, so that'll, uh, and then they say something else about uh, fork oil. I don't, I don't usually use oil when I fork. No more. Okay. No more. <laughs> It's Come really I'm gonna edit that out. I'm gonna edit that out. It's been a long month. Uh, yeah, so it's guys, about, it's uh, like a long existence. <laughs> like at this point. So I think long story short, um, you know, these are some things that you can do. Uh, it's very important, especially when you bring when you bring a bike out springtime, is to go through some of these safety checks and make sure at least that you're checking tire pressures, you're checking your battery so you don't get stranded. Um, you know, you're changing the oil, getting that fresh oil in there and, um, you know, and, and the more you oil change every year, that is one thing. When I take my bike, I would drop it off yeah. moms or your, yeah. What's the name of your place cycles, 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't just don't just roll don't just roll it out of the shed and hop on the road. You should definitely at least take some time to do a couple of these simple things. Yeah, you should uh, never Chris, you should never do get on a 500 mile trip the very next day after getting yeah. your bike storage. I made uh, it. It was fine-ish. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's safety. I mean, the tires they are definitely the most important. A lot of people don't. A lot of people are like, yeah, they're fine. Uh, and especially with like the dry rot and the cracking, like that is actually super important because um, those those can blow out on you. And like when you think about it, the tires, like the most important thing because they're the only thing that has contact with the road, which yeah. is, and the road is like that hard thing that like will really hurt you if you fall on it. You know what I mean? I mean, like so a lot of people like they don't pay attention to tire pressures or dry rot. That's like. If you do nothing else, God, do that. Check your tires. Um, bring on the spring. Let's go. Let's ride. I'm so excited. I can't wait. My bike is currently a good friend of ours, Johnny. Nice. Is, making her, is making her. I don't even think he listens to the podcast. No, but will now. I, he will I now. You, Johnny, I, I doubt there. it. There you go. All right. Shout out, shout out to him. All right, next up we have uh, new bikes. Okay. Lynn, do we have a new bike jingle? No. Nope. Nope. Do we want to start with, I don't understand why they're making motorcycles, but we'll go with them. Give it to me. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Give it to me. And, and, and would now be a good segue into new motorcycles? I... I want to be mad at you, but I totally understand because I almost said it myself. Uh, from manufacturing.net, back, um, you know, uh, well, today actually this came out. So I don't feel that bad about thinking it was an article from a long time ago. Yeah, I think no, she sent me I, a different one from a while ago. Oh, okay. Because I sent it like two weeks ago. Yeah, this was like the most recent one that came up. And oh, this okay. Is, Segway is making motorcycles. Oh, We've been yeah. upgraded by the host and now includes unlimited minutes. Oh, I think it's because I switched hosts. You can edit that out. Um, hey. Someone pay for my Zoom account. Anyway, uh, if you hear those dogs in the background. I was going to say. Some, hold on a second. Like, uh, hey! Hey! Apparently they don't like puns. Hold on, I'm going to yell. Aubrey's muted because she's yelling at the dogs. Jesus fucking Christ. BRB. Hey, do you remember last episode when I yelled at my dog and she said I was abusive? For those aren't her those aren't her dogs. Oh, well. <laughs> it's still <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't know. This is the first thing I thought. Of. <laughs> 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 well, those aren't her dogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's not a hypocrite if they aren't her dogs yeah you're right <laughs> oh my goodness okay i'm back um hey. all right let's start over edit all that out i did not yell at any dogs nope no here it goes but they're not they're not your dogs so it doesn't matter according to Lynn. oh no, no they are not thank god um remember segway of course you do the safer dorkier perker precursor oh man me reading's the worst precursor to hoverboards had a short moment in the sun and a long moment since shuttling tours through historic districts and cities across the world unfortunately for segway it never really took off as a commuter transit 
What was once pegged an alter alternative to a scooter or a bike fell a bit flat with consumers. I don't think that's a bit, that, that seems a bit unfair. Cause I think there are a lot of like Segway tour businesses that like think, did pretty well. I think they're saying that. I think they still exist. Yeah, well, I think they're saying that Segway, that, I think exactly what they're saying. Segway is great for like cities for all these like little touristy things. Yeah. But how many of us know someone who's scooting around from. I mean, it's, yeah, it's not, a, it's not a commuter, but I no. love. The thing that I love about hoverboards was like, someone looked at a Segway and was like, I don't want to hold on to anything. Like, no. <laughs> I want to be dangerous. <laughs> those are, those things are dangerous. I, I've seen so many hoverboard fails, you know. I saw one recently. I was like, I was either riding my bike or driving my car and i saw someone go down the sidewalk on the the little hoverboard yeah. recently like yes. in the past like two weeks well they have, i've seen one recently too but they had there was a when they first came out and they were gaining popularity and everyone was buying them for each other it turns out that they would catch fire when you try oh yeah um, the batteries were really bad yeah I, yeah i remember colleges were banning them because set your dorm on fire like they were they, it was like it was like a hazard it's one of those things that once it's charged i think you have to unplug it you can't just leave it plugged in all the time um but my nephew has one and he sits on it in the house because he's a child of the pandemic now and mm. was just spinning in circles <laughs> <laughs> and he's like oh do you want to try it i'm like absolutely fucking not I i'd probably try video. one if you put it in well actually i don't know i'm older now you think my ass at 36 years old with a bad back and two bad knees is gonna roll around the, uh, the garage where i could fall and hit my head and die i'm not gonna <laughs> million dollar baby my life on a freaking i mean scooter. it seems like there was a lot of opportunities missed like why weren't there like segway roller derby like segway <laughs> or like segway polo, polo? Yeah, Segway, oh, I, yeah. I can see that. So it <laughs> so the scooter fell a bit flat with consumers. Some blamed its price, others its distribution, and a lack of targeted marketing. Still, others said it failed because the design didn't fit into existing regulatory categories. So it wasn't permitted on sidewalks or bike paths. Whatever uh, the reason, uh, it seems seg the Segway brand has found its niche in tourism, and that's where the story ends. Except... Segway recently revealed that the company is making progress on a new form of personal transportation. And believe it or not, it's a hydrogen powered motorcycle. And it's not even a little bit dorky. Turns out Segway, whose namesake's project went out of production in 2020. Oh, I didn't even know it went out of production. Weird. Rip. <laughs> Rip. Rip Segway. <laughs> as it hands in producing other modes of transportation including scooters mopeds and atvs but its latest effort is so cool and futuristic it was described by inside hook as looking like a prop from blade runner unveiled it does look really cool it looks really cool yeah it does look pretty neat unveiled recently in china it's so-called apex h2 and this bike is designed to max out at 90 miles prop 90 miles per hour Support, mm -hmm. Supported by 80 horsepower from a hydrogen electric powertrain. It is That's not bad. No, and it reportedly goes from zero to 60 in four seconds. That's faster than my shadow. Whoa. The electricity comes from, a, from hydrogen that's stored in the swappable pressurized canisters. Hmm. The expected price in like China. Like a it. Nothing like uh, a, yeah, nothing like a pressurized canister. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that makes me feel, I mean, that makes me feel safe as far as you met my dorm room. 
The expected <laughs> price in China equals out to about $11,000 US. Oh, and while, seems about right. Yeah. And while this is just a concept, Segway has been previewing it since 2019, which indicates it could come in it could come to fruition at some point in the near future, or it might not. As several reporters have pointed out, there's not much hydrogen infrastructure to speak of in the US. Yeah. Meaning vehicle could be a way ahead of its time if it were to reach American buyers. Um, which reminds me of another vehicle that often pegged as innovative, but was ahead of the time, the Segway. <laughs> well, okay, so <laughs> several things. Yeah, uh, yeah, you can't exactly just go to the store and get pressurized hydrogen. I imagine you could probably get it at like a hobby shop. I don't know. Or something like that, but <laughs> uh, I don't know. But Can someone well, do a Google that isn't, um, Zooming well, on their phone, like I me. I got, I got, I got all the. <laughs> I got my phone, my iPad, and my computer, guys. Okay, so while you're looking that up, I had to look this up because I wasn't sure if I was remembering remembering this correctly. But James William Hesselden, uh, <laughs> who? <laughs> it's the Segway founder, the guy who owns uh, Segway. Is he the guy that went off a cliff or something? Yeah, he went off a cliff <laughs> on a Segway. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did know that. My goodness, I, I knew. I, knew, I that. knew that. Yeah. Well, the thing about the Segway was, if like if you couldn't ride it, if you couldn't ride it in the street, and you couldn't ride it on the sidewalk, where and you you're going to ride it off a cliff, and you couldn't ride it on the bike path, <laughs> you're just going for the nearest cliff, and you're and you're off it. Very sad. Uh, but anyways, that's cool. You know, it's cool. It's new technology. It's a new concept. I love these kind of things. I love new concept Some science shit. And it does, yeah, I love some science shit. And it looks actually really cool. Uh, it really does look like the bike from Tron. And for 11000 I mean, come on. I would never buy it, but I mean, it could be more expensive. You know what it kind of you know looks, looks like? It looks like um, that Husqvarna that, um, that, yeah. um, that, you know, that Dave rides around. What's it called? Like the Zwartbillen or something like that? It's like Vip. Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because if you look at it, see, it looks it looks kind of like the Husqvarna, except for with like. It's more round. Yeah, this is a little bit rounder than that, but it kind of it gives you that kind of a that kind of a vibe. I couldn't find anything on the hydrogen cells really when I started googling it. So um, you can't get it at Michael's with a coupon. You can. No. <laughs> I don't think Walmart has them yet. <laughs> Guys, we got to stop. We got to pull over. We need some <laughs> yeah. hydrogen. We've got to wait 20 years for the U.S. to catch up on electric vehicles. Yeah, Lynn needs a Michaels and a time machine. <laughs> if the Dollar Tree doesn't have it, I don't want it. <laughs> um. Okay, uh, so last up we've got new KCM. The 1290 Super Duke RR. Um, so this article is from rideapart.com. Apparently it's sold out in less than an hour. Now that's the RR. That's really fast. Even for like the low number of bikes, that's still yeah. very fast. 48 minutes. So for there's only 500 units. Um, there was only 500 units made. Um, I mean, the 1290 Super Duke is just an insane bike anyway. Um, yeah. like Super Duke, Duke R. I mean, it's just it's just crazy. Um, Forty-eight minutes. That's that's. Hold on, I may not have like um, a computer or an iPad, but I do have a calculator. 
So there was 10, about 10 sold every minute. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Um, Price. Lynn, are you ready? Wait, what do you, wait, (laughs) Lynn, do you want to guess first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me guess. Um, if it does make you feel better, I didn't read the article before I sent it to you, so I'm not even cheating. <laughs> that does make me feel better, and I'm not really surprised. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna guess uh, nineteen. Nineteen thousand. I have an article yes. in front of me, yeah. but don't 19. talk about the price. It's, I'm gonna go. I have the price. I'm gonna go twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay. Okay. Uh, Closer if we were talking euros, it's 20- but I would win prices right rules. No, <laughs> yes, <laughs> way, you're way off. it's 25,690 euros oh. or the equivalent of roughly $30,550. That's a lot of money. 1301cc, 180 horsepower, 103 foot pounds of torque. To make things even better, the bike tips the scales at only 397 pounds. Now, that's still less than... That's like how much my bike weighs. That's still less than the Panigale, though. That's still less horsepower than the Panigale, I believe. That's a be- They're beautiful bikes, and I have only scooted on one in- by your house up and down the street, and they're very comfortable, but I couldn't... Ne- I don't know. I don't know if I could ever pay 30 grand for a bike... Even oh, if I, 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 I don't know if I could do it. I know. Are you on fucking drugs? No. <laughs> I, drive, I drive a Kia in a Honda Shadow. Like I'm not giving anyone my money. Yeah, but I mean, you gotta. I you really gotta dig this. I mean, it's it's uh, beautiful. Yeah, and KTM, KTM is showing some of the most growth amongst motorcycle manufacturers, and that started pre-pandemic, like yeah. around I think like 2018. Triumph and KTM continue to grow, How continue many- to sell more. Um, How many people do we know who keep getting them? Yeah. Buying used ones, buying new ones. Like, yeah. it, they are very, I think they're kind of, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like they're kind of the dorky, prestigious street bikes for a lot of people. There's a lot to them. I don't um, know. They, they look sharp. They, they have like a lot of um, like dirt bona fides, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, they're like dirt yeah. bikes that are really top of the line. And, they, Husqvarna and like KTM dirt bikes are like the bikes. Yeah, and their street bikes are just fantastic. They have some adventure bikes too that are really great. Um, those are starting to take off a little bit more and starting to nudge into uh, the adventure market, which the BMW and and Triumph seem to kind of have like locked up. You really gotta love orange if you want to ride a KTM because there's gonna be orange, even if it's a black bike or like a gunmetal. Or like a white, they're still gonna have some orange on it. So There's you gotta so get used to that. Orange. Yeah. So much orange. I don't I don't hate the orange. I would no. it's not obnoxious. It's not like construction worker orange. It's a no, very I like it's the, really pretty orange. I like the black, like KTM makes some beautiful black motorcycles that are really, really nice. Um and so yeah, so they uh you know I'm, I'm I definitely dig that they that they can um that they can say this, that they that it sold out in 48 minutes, like 500 units in 48 minutes. That's a big deal. Um, so it's a good accolade, and they should uh, keep up the good work. Ice cream. Okay, let me, I have to go get it. Oh, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be soft then, is it? 
No, I guess you know, not. Soften it up, Lynn. Tenderize, tenderize that shit. Throw some, <laughs> throw some, throw some punches at it. It's okay, my because uh, I think my no. parents' fridges died. Is, is there a bird? Do you have a bird? So it's so weird. You're not the only person who's asked. What is that? There's the birds outside. I'm out in like the. I'm out in like. Okay, the I'm back. Boonies. There's animals everywhere. Where? At my parents' house. You can hear the oh. birds outside. You, those, you shut those fuckers up right now. Nature, man. I yeah. can't wait to be back in the cement city. The sick cement of, jungle, if you will. Concrete jungle. <laughs> Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get a lot of gulls out here. Gulls. Gulls. <laughs> can you never say that again? What? You can call them gulls. We get so, a lot of gulls in these parts. Although you call them seagulls, but are there land gulls? I don't think so. I think they're originally called sea eagles. Really? I think so. I don't think that's true. <gasps> what you doing over there, Lynn? Look at, because, so in Michigan, we're all obese, and I'm saying that I don't give a fuck who from the Midwest is listening. <laughs> all ice cream comes in this size. Is that like a quart? Are you contending there's no pints in Michigan? Okay, there's oh, pints. Quart, quart nothing, only. Nobody local pints. Quarter gallon only. I should have done like Superman ice cream or Blue Moon ice cream, which obviously I, I should have. But this is also a Michigan person. But uh, now, do you have? Oh, a, already diving in. Do you have uh, a long courtship with Michigan ice cream? Um, there, it's court, weird. When courtship. Court courtship. Court courtship. I've had. Oh my ice- god, this ice cream is so good. That I'm, I'm so mad. I'm so mad. So is this ice cream. I wish I could bring it home. Um. I will say this about Michigan ice cream. We have tons of dairy farms. So okay. we do have lots of ice cream manufacturers. Um, yeah, well, you just, said, cream, you just said there were a lot of cows in Michigan. Well, and also like... That's I, not nice. <laughs> <laughs> the obesity I'll let it out. out. I'll let it out. Um, but there is a... One of the reasons I got this one is look at their little logo. It's a cow with the Michigan as its spots. Oh, clever. That's but there's a, lot of, there's a lot of dairy farms in Michigan. You actually go to one in sixth grade for our field trip. And um, I never... Do you want to know where I went for my fifth grade field trip in yeah. school? Was it Sturbridge Village? We went to Jordan's Furniture. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, hold on. No, so they pick you up from school. What? They used to have a bus called the Education Bus, and they'd tell you how all the com- all commercials you see on TV are fake and how to like. <laughs> and it, Wait, why'd you go to Jordan's, fur- Jordan's Furniture? Your teacher in, needed a love seat. It was in Stoughton, and I went. Jordan's Furniture was in Stoughton, and I went to school in Stoughton, and you got to go on that mom ride. What a piece that of shit! Hilarious. Oh, no, we went. To like- oh, they had a they had a they had a um, an, some kind of amusement crossover there oh yeah like they used to have this laser show and ride called mom the motion odyssey movie yeah you were you were you were the laser show on that ride lynn (laughs) yeah that's like city life versus country life like we're like we're going to a dairy farm and one of you will get shit on which always happens (laughs) here are all the cows we just went to Sturbridge village the dog is walking around the house finding each mat and turning it over she's so cute (laughs) Um, okay, all right, so, Lynn, do you want to do your ice cream first? 
Yeah, Lynn, tell us, tell us, tell us what, tell us what you're, what you're working on, and uh, give us a spoon rating. Okay, so I went to Wegmans. I actually got a few ice creams that I've never seen before Ooh. for future episodes, and this right. one. It's actually from the Midwest, also. So <laughs> Aubrey and I are kind of like we're together. Yeah, yeah, but but we're not. We're yeah. all together. We are. <laughs> you guys, you um, guys put you guys put the fly in flyover. Thanks. So, <laughs> on, can you guys that. see it? Oh yeah, looks like a cookies and cream type of. Uh... It's actually like kind of more beige. I don't know. Yeah. Bad lighting, but um, it is. I've never heard of this brand before. I don't know if you have, Aubrey. It's Graders. Can you no. see that? Where is it made? Um, it is made in Cincinnati. Oh, Ohio. Okay. Yeah. It is salted caramel chocolate chip ice cream. Salted caramel. You know caramel. how much I like Now, you salt. claim to have invented salt and caramel. Uh, in <laughs> salt on anything because I used to just put salt on my candy. <laughs> I backed it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Get, guess what's trendy now? And <laughs> it's it's really, really good. What, it what, says what's the spoon rating. A, um, I'll give it a four. Oh, wow. And it says it's a decadent blend of sweet and salty cooked caramel flavored ice cream with our signature semi-sweet chocolate chips. Cooked caramel. And hmm. it says they're authentically irresistible. Since 1870, we have been making the ice cream two and a half gallons at a time in our unique French pot freezers. Five generations later, our passion and process remain stubbornly the same. The greater family will have it no other way. That's authenticity, and that's why it's so irresistible. It's yeah, really there's good. There's no way they're still making two and a half gallons at a time. Why not? They put it on the freaking packaging. Why, why would they lie to me? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> they make you buy more. Oh, I didn't even notice it. I just was like, oh, I haven't seen this ice cream before. I'm not allergic to it. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. <laughs> All right. So we got a graters uh, out of four spoons, salted yeah. caramel. Aubrey. Mine is from Hudsonville Company Creamery. And it is H made Hudsonville. Hudsonville Creamery? Hudsonville Creamery in Holland, Michigan. Michigan has a Holland. We, we have... And here I thought I'd have to fly overseas. You know, you can just come to Michigan yeah. where we have so many delightful things. Do they play on that? Like, do they have, like, wooden shoes as part of the logo and stuff? Or So, Holland, Michigan isn't... I, I don't believe it's like that, but we do have a place like Frankenmuth, which is like a German village yes. type place where it's Christmas all year round and... Because in, in New England... I actually think I've heard of that. Yeah, Frankenmuth is really popular. In New England, like, we don't plagiarize, so it's, like, New England and New York. Like, we don't just, <laughs> we don't just go, okay, no, we're also Holland. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, it's like, show some respect. You can be New Holland. Well, I would like to see which Holland... This was this ice cream they started making in 1926. I'm just saying, I'm starting... a a petition to be mayor of Holland and the first thing okay. I'm doing is changing it to New Holland because you you're not up, Holland. Names. You should look up. There's also China, Michigan, which I just realized like the other day. 
All right. There's hell is isn't hell Michigan exists too, and people like to mail their tax refunds from there. Yeah, like their tax returns. <laughs> hell Michigan. I saw that on TV like 15 years ago. Welcome we to like, hell. Climax, Michigan. We have all Ooh. sorts of weird. Yeah, there's some weird cities. Like no one really gave a fuck when people started. Yeah. I definitely want to be the mayor of Climax, Michigan. Like, exactly. Um. So this is from Hudsonville. I was very excited. This is cinnamon French toast ice cream. Oh. It is caramel cinnamon ice cream with cinnamon shortbread pieces and ribbons of waffle cone and icing. Wait, 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 um, wait, 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 wait. Climax, Michigan. You'll want to come again. <laughs> if that is not on their sign outside of whatever three square mile village they have. Yeah, you're welcome, Climax. Oh, it's way better than growing up in Romeo, Michigan, where I'm from. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing for that. No, no. Yeah. Um, this was actually really subtle and good, and the chunks of frosting are in there. It's like you know, um, you know, like Ooh. the frosting you get on top of like a cinnamon bun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Cream, like it should be cream cheese frosting, hopefully. It's like crunchy, <laughs> like almost like sugary frosting that you know, okay. like crystally. Oh, uh, that, that's like stop and shop cake frosting. Like, yeah, you're talking about cake frosting, I think. Cream and, uh, cheese frosting is a little bit classier. The ice cream by itself is really good and cinnamony, cinnamony, yeah. and That's chunks are delicious. But I was really like, as you can tell, how much I've eaten already. Um, pretty satisfied with it. All right, they had some other funky flavors I'd be willing to try if they came in smaller containers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you give it for a spoon? Um, about three. I give it three. Okay. It's good. I think the only thing that would benefit from is um, if the waffle cone and shortbread was crunchier. It's a little soggy, but uh, otherwise, soggy. the flavor overall is pretty good. Um, I've been putting uh, a friend of my parents sent my parents a box of New England treats Ooh. while I was there, and I've been putting coffee syrup on it. <laughs> which I've never had before. So, I was gonna say I've never I've never used coffee syrup ever. Chris, have you ever had coffee milk? No, no. I never either until I moved down to like, what do you call that area that Mattapoisett is? The that South Coast. South Coast. Yeah. Um, no, I've never had coffee syrup or coffee milk, coffee sauce. It's really tasty. I'm not going to lie. My mother put it in some milk and then we put it on the other coffee ice cream we had. It's very addicting. They yeah. also sent us um, Portuguese sweetbread and linguiça and chorizo, all the sausages. Ooh, yeah. I've been yeah, a yeah, bad yeah. vegetarian and eating a lot of sausage. Mm. Uh, so therefore not vegetarian. <laughs> don't you dare. Don't you, don't you dare. <laughs> It's not, I'm not here to judge. I don't, it's no. not mine. No, no. no. It's been you do good. what you gotta do. There's something about coming home to the Midwest where I just want all the steak and lamb and, and then I feel like crap yeah. and I go back to not eating it. All the sausage, more sausage than Climax Michigan. <sighs> Can someone edit that shit out? <laughs> someone could, but will they? Um, we're just like oh. a shitty Yahoo chat room. I know. It's <laughs> the worst. Hot tub party uh, 15. All right. So Lynn won because she got the four spoons. 
yep. she picked out her four spoons. I, I really liked this ice cream, but I have others, you know, for future episodes. But there's one that I'm saving until Aubrey gets home. I, I will not. I will not eat a particular one until she is back. I'm gonna say this. I give Lynn so much credit. I was at the grocery store with my mom to buy the ice cream, even just ice cream in general for me and my nephew. And the amount of ice cream they have is outrageous. And I was going to buy Jenny's. They had Jenny's here because I wanted my mom to try the bramble berry, whatever. The and crumble I, one, yeah. I could not bring myself to spend $10. I want to know because I know, I know you buy it every week and I appreciate you for it. Um, but I want to know who is buying like consistently $10. That's so expensive. When I was at Wegmans to buy... I was buying like the new polar summer flavors and new ice cream because I had to go up to that area. So I was like, oh, I'll stop at Wegmans. I haven't been there in a while. I usually find ice cream I've never had there. The people checking out in front of me had Jenny's like on their, in their cart. So it's expensive. This was two ninety nine. <laughs> you know what? That's the like free. The heart <laughs> well, wants to be fair. If I bought quartz, they would be cheaper than pints. Yeah. They are. If and if I did, but it's we. I, this may come as a surprise to a lot of people. Aubrey and I generally only eat ice cream at home when we're doing the podcast because we have to draw the line somewhere. Because <laughs> 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 if, if if there's no rules, it's it's a bad scene. Hey, you know what? Guys, it's been a rough, it's been a rough year, the pandemic, so. It's been a rough year. My mother's dog gained 20 pounds last year. I came home. <laughs> I came home. I walked home. You I can't blame that on the pandemic. I look at Pam. Well, that's, last time I was home was in June. Wait, the dog's the dog. name is Pam? No, no, my, Pam, my mother's Pam. The dog, the dog was, who would name their dog Pam? Well, the dog's name is Maya. So I look at Maya, she's yeah. waddling up to me. And I was like, what the fuck, Pam? What's happened to her? And she's like, she's not overweight. She weighs the same amount as she did when you were here in June. I go, no, she doesn't. No. <laughs> so to prove me wrong, oh. called the vet, because she has been she was the vet last week. And she goes, word for word, I'm calling to prove my daughter Aubrey went wrong. I would like to see how much my dog Maya weighs. Oh, I'm sure that's just what that vet wanted to hear. And she goes, Maya, Maya, Maya. She's 140 pounds. What? She's now for everyone who, who's going, oh my God, your dog's gonna have diabetes and have like get gets legs cut off. She is Springer Spaniel and Bull Mastiff. So she's a big dog. She's yeah. much the size of me. But she was 120 before? Yeah. So she's been on a, a dog food, chicken breast, green yeah. bean diet for the last two weeks. Oh, Maya. Better the dog has gained her the twenty twenty twenty. Yeah, she better she better skip the skip dessert. She's so chunky. Skip the buffet so line. <laughs> All right. Well, Maya's a fat asshole. I'm motorcycle Chris. <laughs> that's not nice. That's, <laughs> She's that's, delightful. Just that's chunky. Maya's. Uh, that's Maya's lawyer, Lynn. Uh, <laughs> that's Aubrey. Bye, Chris. Uh, or later. Yeah. Uh, come again to climb. Nope. <laughs> I'm actually a good one.